live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. From America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy you look at this jack chinarelli just moments ago with 83 percent of the vote in with a strong 42,000 vote lead if you look to the left here you'll see that bergen county the very top the biggest county in all of new jersey with a hundred percent reporting shows chinarelli winning 52 percent the 47 percent okay a hundred percent reporting but now, miraculously, with 87% in, Bergen County, which was 100% reported, all of a sudden just happened to flip. Boy, those must have been some magic votes to flip a 100% counted county. Despite being at 100% and staying exactly the same all the way up until now. And oh, look, now Chitterelli, instead of having a 42,000 vote lead, only has a 1,600 vote lead. Boy, if there was ever a state that needed a damn audit of, like, every election we've ever held, it's New Jersey. So once again, that's Bergen County, red for Chitterelli all night with 100% reported until the zero hour when all the news stations start shutting down and they think no one's paying attention. And then, oops, it all of a sudden flips to blue and there goes Chitterelli's lead. The same sort of shady vote flipping we watched in the 2020 election. Audit New Jersey. Audit New Jersey, ladies and gentlemen, you heard him, and I do not disagree. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we had a wonderful show earlier today on Live from America. On the 11 a.m. Eastern show, we had a great show. It was a, it was a show full of just a red tsunami, okay, winning everywhere. But here we are with New Jersey, completely too close to call for everybody, and now you see why. But the good thing about it is, is unlike 2020, we were prepared for 2021. Now, I don't believe that New Jersey was as prepared as Virginia, meaning having 500 attorneys, boots on the ground, having almost 100% of the poll watching positions filled by Republicans so they could watch any shenanigans going on. However, since uh, Cheaterary has standing, since he was an actual candidate, and this kind of trickery, these kind of Democrat swamp donkey shenanigans happened again but this time we were looking for him and we were waiting for them then he has a full full um he has the full power to take this to court look there's no automatic there's no automatic recounts in the state of new jersey nothing triggers an automatic re a recount but what you can do Ladies and gentlemen, if you are on top of this the way you should be, is that you can challenge this and take this into, into court and not only force an audit, I mean, excuse me, not only force a recount, okay? We're way past the days of recounts. Because he has standing, he can force a full forensic audit in this, especially since it was so close, especially since 100% 
of the vote was reported all night and then switched. So even though we celebrated today, ladies and gentlemen, look, it's right back to the grind. It's right back to work. Right here on Live from America. Thanks for watching, ladies and gentlemen. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, God-loving, and flag-waving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, and uh, coming to you live from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire, ladies and gentlemen, right here on Real America's Voice News, live from America, across digital TV platforms, social media platforms, podcast platforms. We will not be silenced, and we are at the tip of the spear along with many others to make sure that we continue the trend of what we seen last night in New Jersey, we just got to fight it a little bit and we're going to continue to do that but we have the blueprint we have the blueprint how to move forward we actually did not know if this blueprint was going to work this plan was put together through for the last few months and i was lucky enough to be at the action 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 rally with steve bannon with john fredericks with ben burkham with amanda head with um many many more amanda chase um, Jan Morgan, many people there uh, to make sure that that what they were going to put together was unstoppable in the state of Virginia. And I'll tell you what, between President Trump uh, getting the MAGA base out there, having the 500 attorneys on the ground, which I hate to say it, but thank you to the RNC. This is what the RNC should be doing instead of sitting around collecting money and doing nothing. Thank you to Amanda Chase. Thank you to everybody who got behind one person. And thank you to the massive crowds that came out that made sure that there was going to be too many people to overcome the cheating, which is why you seen what you saw last night and made Virginia a red state. A red state. So thank you guys for joining in tonight. I very much appreciate it. Please, if you're watching on social media, let me know who you are, where you're from. Let me highlight you because more than likely, you are one of the main reasons that we've seen such a sweep of a red tsunami yesterday. And it wasn't just Virginia. It was across the entire United States. It was in Pennsylvania. It was in Ohio. It was Texas. It was in Minneapolis. It was in New Hampshire. It was in Seattle, Washington. It was all over the country, ladies and gentlemen. So let me know where you are. Please share the video if you're watching on social media. And uh, we'll We'll get to uh, the dum dum ceremony here this morning or this after this evening. Excuse me, uh, long night. It was a long night with no sleep. We're gonna get to our dum dum ceremony, which we're gonna pick the dum dum award for the month of October. But anyway, let me say hello to Lisa Sterling. How you doing? Good to see you, Lisa Sterling. Knack, when I should say, T Mitchell. How you doing? Good to see you. Betty, how you doing? Thank you for joining in tonight. I appreciate it. We've got Rob uh, Roberta from Florida, the great state of Florida. We're going to be talking a little bit about your state tonight. Kim from Shady Shady Pittsburgh, PA. She says, Chris Edwards is watching from Florida. Beckley, uh, Becky from Oklahoma. Good to see you. Carol from Pennsylvania. Thanks for joining in tonight. Uh, we've got uh, Tracy from Kansas. We are red, but our governor is blue. Brad is watching from Utah. Deb from Massachusetts, Taxachusetts. I mean, Massachusetts, excuse me. Nick Ratcliffe from East Tennessee. And one more, Terry Howdy from Maryland. All right, folks, I promised you that today, on November 3rd, that we would give the ceremony for who wins the Dum Dum Award for October. So let's get that out of the way before we go to the Lord, get a little laugh in. Because we do have to honor somebody, ladies and gentlemen, who is definitely the biggest dum-dum of October. Does anybody want to take a guess who it might be? I'll give you one guess who the dum-dum award is going to go to. I, I bet you can't guess it. Maybe some of you can. But let's go ahead and cue that music, ladies and gentlemen, and let's give the dum-dum award for the month of October. Here we go. Here on Live from America, we like to honor 
swamp donkey and rhino uniparty people who act dumb because it takes a lot to wake up every day and say no i want that dumb dumb award on live from america i want that infamous sound and every day these swamp donkeys and rhinos wake up and fight for who's going to be the top dum-dum of the month here on Live from America. And this month it goes to none other, ladies and gentlemen, than Merrick Garland, Attorney General for the United States of America. And Merrick Garland, you join the ranks of many, many high-profile dum-dums, including Nancy Pelosi, Hillary Rodham Clinton, never the president of the united states barack hussein obama and joe poop pants biden yes it is an honor to win this prestigious award here on live from america let's go brandon merrick garland for thinking that you are going to actually intimidate mothers and fathers because the one thing that you don't do here in america ladies and gentlemen is mess with we the people's children and we the people have had enough of you meddling in our lives. So we're going to back you down. And we're going to make you run away like the little cowards that you are. So Merrick Garland, you get the Dumb Dumb Award of the Month. Great job, buddy. Hopefully next time you'll learn not to mess with mama bears. <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, so there you go. Um, <laughs> the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of October goes to Merrick Garland himself. I don't know how he ever thought he was going to get away with something so stupid. But, you know, we have to honor the people here who try so hard to be so dumb. And having said that, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you all for joining in. I know we have a little joke here and there. Sometimes you got to smile. Sometimes you got to do with what you got. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. So let's go now to the Lord and ask the Lord to maybe, um, you know, Forgive us for making fun of some people sometimes. But you know what? It's not with ill intent. I don't wish harm on Merrick Garland. I don't hate Merrick Garland. But sometimes you got to call a spade a spade. And when somebody's acting, you know, evil, then you got to call them out on it. So, <laughs> a little laugh here and there. November 3rd, here we go. Year of our Lord, 2021. Let's go to uh, Jesus Calling. And uh, let's... let's uh, ask God for all the give forgiveness in the world. And thank Him for opening up His path showing us his path to victory in this country, which means really rooting the country of evil, and we have a blueprint on how to do it. You will continue to sin till you leave this world, but I have provided an effective way of dealing with sin, godly sorrow, a growth-promoting sorrow motivated by love and concern for all those whom you have hurt, including me. It is a work of the Holy Spirit, and it brings real repentance that leaves no regret. When your heart condemns you, Remember that I am greater than your heart, and I know all things. From 1 John 3.20, it says, For, it is our, for it, if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. And godly sorrow brings repentance that leads to salvation and leaves no regret. But worldly sorrow brings death. From 2 Corinthians 7.10. And before you turn out the light tonight, try heeding your conscience, less my spirit and my word more. There's no better time than now. And folks, I know a lot of people say, well, he can't be Christian. He can't be calling people dumb and be a Christian at the same time. 
You can if you're not doing it in with any ill intent. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we just catch the uh, catch the attention of somebody by doing a little bit of laughter here and there. You know that thing we used to have in America, and it actually brings them in, and then and then it opens their their uh, their eyes and, and ears up to so many other things. So it's you know. It's all in good fun. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the Lord's Prayer. Please remove your caps, set your drinks aside, and ask everybody in the room to join in with you because it's, there's nothing more important than going to the Lord together in prayer because he hears all of us. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And I started the show off today showing you that, uh, that quick video about, I would call a steal in New Jersey. And the reason I started that video, started the show off today with that video was to show you that we've got a lot more work to do. Yes, it was fun to celebrate. It's fun to give Dumb Dumb Awards. It's fun to laugh. It's fun to smile. It's fun to be happy with what we've accomplished. But ladies and gentlemen, God's got a lot more in store to get this country back to where it needs to be. And that is worshiping Him, honoring Him. Stop killing babies. Stop with the evil uh, that we're doing to our children and uh, become a country of laws again. You know what I'm saying? So we've got a lot more work to do, and we're going to be talking about that on the first and foremost section. When we come back from this commercial break, I got my coffee filled, and I hope you do as well, because there's a lot to go through, like every day, as much as you can fit in in an hour. Anyway, we'll be right back after this commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. Please stay with us. R-D-N-K-W-M-N. Don't know what that means, but hello, my LFA family. I love you all so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you've done for me. Well, you're welcome. I don't know what we did to you, but you're very, very welcome. Barb Naylor, what a great idea. When someone gets the dum-dum of the month, we should send them a Bible or a pocket constitution or the Bill of Rights. You know what? That is not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. I love the dum-dum award, says Chick73. Uh, Terry from New Hampshire says, amen, but we're on a roll. <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys, you know what? I think it's funny that we do the uh, the Dum Dum Award of the Month now. And, and the fact that I put all of these guys on the Dum Dum, like that, that even just makes the, the award that much smoother. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? We cannot relax with one big win, more trials to come. I agree. I agree 100%. And what people need to understand is that there's going to be some, there's going to be some heartache coming. There always is following stuff like this. I'm Nicole from New Jersey. It's my birthday last year. All I wanted was Trump. Um, and I ended up with a geriatric Joe this year. <laughs> Who was that, Nicole? All right, Nicole. Well, you know what? You've earned it. So that was a good one. And I caught it. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nicole. Happy birthday to you. And I hope you have a great Great birthday. We are on the one-year anniversary of the Big Steel, which we'll be talking about today. Uh, thank you for sending off the You Can't Beat God Had I Ordered. Can't wait to wear it proudly. Well, you're so very welcome. I love wearing my stuff. I wear it all the time, either the shirt or the hat. You Can't Beat God. It draws so many eyes. Wait till you get it. 
first of all, wait till you see how empowered you feel when you wear the thing. Okay, and second of all, wait till you see the looks and the comments you get when you wear it. It's truly incredible. Whoever thought just some words on a shirt would bring so much. I saw that there was a person on the comment thread on social media earlier, by the way, who was very, very upset at all of us here at Live from America. Uh, I hope that person comes back because I'd love for them to watch the show. Sending your monthly donation today, says Miss Briz. Well, God bless you. Thank you very much for that. I very much appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, when you guys see the brand new studio and everything that comes with it and everything that we have worked on to make sure that it is the what it's supposed to be, you guys are going to be very proud of where your, uh, where your donations go. I can tell you that because we work tirelessly down there. It is a lot of work. I'll tell you that. Um, Everybody's saying happy birthday to Nicole. That's great. Can we get in a hoodie, Jeremy? Yes, hoodies are coming. The very first hoodies are going to be pretty awesome. They say freedom on them and a whole bunch of other stuff on the back and on the sleeves. You're going to check them out. They're going to lo- you're going to love them. And of course, um, there's going to be some in, in you can't beat God and everything. Jeremy, I want that cap. This was actually sent to me by a viewer of uh, a viewer of the show. So maybe we'll make them. Maybe we'll make them. Um, I have an Armor of God coffee cup mug, and I love it, says Becky. Well, thank you very much, and I want to let you know that we are completely off the third-party companies now, the out-of-country companies for apparel, and we're relying only on American companies, and really, truthfully, only ones that watch live from America. LFA truly is the news. Show me, we, the people. I love it. Well, that's what we're here to do. Good news or bad news? It's news, and it's the truth. So let's, uh, let's go to the first and foremost section right now and we'll talk about staying busy because that's what we need to do now more than ever welcome back to live from america here from the live free or die state of new hampshire you might be watching on real america's voice news right now and if you are i apologize for not having a show last night as you know there was uh there was a lot going on last night with the election and of course um john fredericks and his team were down there live in virginia and the election coverage went through the night so uh again apologize for not being here last night but it was uh there was a good reason why and uh, so if you're watching on real america's voice news roku fire stick pluto or any of the other I want to welcome you and say thank you all very much. All right, first and foremost, let's get right down to business, folks. Business, business, business as usual. Look what we were able to accomplish in the last year, okay? Everything that we've accomplished in the last year, you would want a lot quicker, but you can't expect, especially dealing with government and red tape, state and local governments, federal government, you can't expect to accomplish what we've accomplished in the last year. And the only possible way ladies and gentlemen, that we could have accomplished, have accomplished what we did is with God. And I see beautiful, wonderful donations coming in left and right. Cold for peace. God bless you. Thank you very much for that wonderful and generous donation. The only way that we could have done this, ladies and gentlemen, is together, we the people, with God. There's no other explanation. There's no other explanation. And nobody, no party, and nobody in this country has ever seen the moves that we've made over the last year actually move. They've always been stuck, stuck like Congress, stuck in the mud, stuck in the swamp, I should say. But you've seen at the beginning of the show, we highlighted what's going on in New Jersey, and that means we have a lot more work to do right there in the Garden State of New Jersey and across the board throughout this country. Now, I want to highlight two people that are really right back to work here on this one-year anniversary of the big steal, the big lie, what they did to us last year. And who, who else but uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Louis Gohmert decided, you know what, on the year anniversary of what happened to us last year, the, the terrible, terrible, horrific steal of an, a presidential election that they did to us last year, 
they thought, they thought that they would spend their time continuing to fight for the people who are continuing to be punished for protesting what they did to us last year on November 3rd. And I'm talking about the January 6th political prisoners that are stuck in the D.C. Gitmo-style prison right now in, the, in uh, Washington, D.C., with their God-given uh, rights completely taken from them, stripped from them, locked down like animals, and not allowed to see the light of day. So today, ladies and gentlemen, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Louie Gohmert both decided that they were going to go down to D.C., to the jail in D.C., and, and demand to be let in so they can see the condition of the prisoners. And of course, like clockwork, you can imagine what they did when they were confronted with uh, Congress, uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene and Congressman Louis Gomer. Check this out. What are you hiding? Really? What are you hiding? I've never had I'd like to see the whole facility. I'm talking about every single person staying here. You can give us that permission. We actually have members of When you have approval to come in, I'll let you in. Until then, we're done. Louis Gomert says, you're the one that can give us that approval. And she sits there with her masky pad pillow on her face. She looks like she could use a my pillow to cover that, uh, that face. Um, maybe we ought to send her some. Uh, but anyway, she sits there with that, um, that masky pad on her face. Um, if you get pro approval, then you can come in. Until then, we're done here. We're done here. We're sitting there with her hands in her pockets like she owns the place. I'm telling you what right now. I'm telling you this right now. You're not going to hide from justice long. And then she says, is there anything else I can help you with? And Louis Gomert says, you haven't helped us yet. You haven't helped us yet. 
So a big shout out to uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, a big shout out to Congressman Louis Gohmert, who I have yet to meet, but I think he's a stand-up guy. And uh, you know what? He, he, he could be celebrating the Republican win that we got last night. She could be celebrating the Republican win, but nope, under, like, like, uh, like all of us in the grand new party, they understand that they need to get their, their, their pedal to the metal and continue to have their foot on the gas because there's, we don't sit, we don't sit and, 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 and rub it in or anything like that. We get right back to work. And that's what we need to do in this Republican party, this new Republican party, get right back to work in Jersey, get right back to work with those political prisoners, figuring out a way to get them out of there, get right back to work with the forensic audits of 2020, because just because we won yesterday because of a blueprint that actually worked doesn't mean that the race was even that close or that uh, or that the last person that won there actually won. So we need to buckle down on those things. 100% we need to buckle down on those things. Now, I want to uh, I want to highlight Steve Cortez for a minute. I think Steve Cortez, if you don't know who he is, then you've been living under a rock. But Steve Cortez, very close with President Trump, very close with Steve Bannon, um, definitely out there, tip of the spear type of guy, just like Peter, Peter Navarro, working every angle he can. And I, I have a, a, very, uh, a very interesting video to show you that Steve Cortez actually put up yesterday. And it's just another violation of the Constitution. Another violation of constitutional law uh, as it pertains to the 2020 election fraud. And, and you know what? There's no time like the present because here we are a year later. A year later, by the way, and nobody's been arrested. Not a single person has been arrested because of the big steal. The only people that have been arrested are Trump supporters. Here we are a year away. What does that tell you? Sheriffs, attorneys general, get your butts in gear. Stop sitting around and sitting on the fence because you don't want to be doxxed or you don't want to be talked about in a negative way. You don't want to be called racist or you don't want to be called bigoted. Get your butts up off the couch and do something. You're there for a reason. A sheriff's and attorneys general, they hold the key to a lot of this. Okay, but anyway, let me show you this video from Steve Cortez that he posted yesterday. Again, I think it's a great video and um, it really tells us a lot about just even more of how they how they uh, violated our constitutional rights in November 3rd of 2020. So here is Steve Cortez, ladies and gentlemen, with his new addition uh, to the uh, the wrath of God that's being stored up on the swamp donkeys. Patriots, great election news last night, but let's not forget that one year ago today, an American election was hijacked, and that is believed by two-thirds of Republicans and one-third of independents, according to all polling, that Biden is not the legitimate winner a year ago. They have statistical as well as constitutional reasons to validate that belief. Let's look at the stats, starting with bellwether counties. There are 19 counties in America that are geographically and demographically diverse. They have a perfect track record over 10 election cycles of voting for the eventual winner of the presidential race. Donald Trump won 18 of these 19 counties and yet we're to believe that he lost the election. It's so improbable as to be impossible. Let's look at another statistic. The mailed-in ballot voter rejection rate in Wisconsin during the primary, the rejection rate was 2%. During the general election, 0.2%. 10% of that level. In Georgia, a state that was decided by only 11,000 votes, 2016 general election, 6% rejection rate. One year ago today, 0.3%. This statistic leads to the constitutional problem. The Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment was massively violated. You cannot subject game day Trump voters to entirely different and stricter standards than mailed in voters. It is one of the key reasons why the 2020 presidential vote was not valid.
So they're saying that the he's saying that the Fourteenth Amendment was violated because you cannot scrutinize one set of voters over another set of voters. You understand what I'm saying? One set of voters can't have one set of rules, and another set of voters have another set of rules. And that's exactly what happened with the absentee and the mail-in ballot voting of last year. So Steve Cortez just adding more wrath of God that's being stored up, more fuel to the fire that these people that will be held accountable someday, may not be today, may not be tomorrow, may not be next year, but these people will be held accountable again. And we the people will make sure they're held accountable again. Just like we the people chased off the DOJ, just like we the people came through and did what we had to do last night around the country, across the country, especially in Virginia and other places, and we the people are done messing around. And last night you saw the result of we the people being done with being messed around. We're not going to be screwed over anymore. And we're going to make sure of it. Yes, we're going to take bumps and bruises on the way. Yes, there's going to be speed bumps along the way. Yes, it's going to be sometimes one step forward and two steps back. But we're going to consistently move forward with God and the Constitution on our side. So a big shout out to Steve Cortez. Big shout out to Marjorie Taylor Greene. But it's going to take a lot more than that. It's going to take we the people getting involved in literally every facet of politics because politics has literally invaded every facet of our lives. Time to push back. Time to put our foot on the gas even more. And just because we won yesterday doesn't mean that we're even done, even started, ladies and gentlemen, with, uh, with all the winning that you're about to see. Anyway, let's take another quick commercial break. When we come back from this commercial break, folks, we're going to be talking about Ron DeSantis, another person standing up against this Biden administration, and uh, some of the election integrity that's going to be pushed in Florida, along with some other things. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Please stay with us. Thank you very much. Uh, I saw Nick Ratcliffe says, why do you keep calling me Nick Ratcliffe? It's Nick Ratliff. I, it's only because I had a buddy that, that had his name, last name was Ratcliffe, and every time I see it, I just think of that. So I, I, I apologize. We were still getting screwed last night in New Jersey. Yes, you're right, Lynn. And that is why, um, that is why uh, Chiatiari there needs to make sure he's the one withstanding. He is the one directly affected by this. So he's the one that's going to na- make, need to make sure that this race is not called and that he does not concede and that he takes it right to court. Did you see what the governor of Alaska is doing? I did not. Please advise what's going on there. Um, lots of guys in here that remembered. Here we go. Yes, here we go. What a great page that was on Facebook. Uh, unfortunately, Facebook, that, that was my second page they took away from me. And uh, I'm going to be actually petitioning to Facebook to give me my pages back, at least to download my information, because there's a lot of personal stuff on there that I want back. So a little, up, little update on that. Need help in New Jersey? Too much corruption from Rob and Mary Kay from New Jersey. You're right. And I apologized yesterday during uh, the yesterday's evening show. I'm sorry that I did not help out more in New Jersey. I don't know how much more Life from America could have done, but it could have done more. We could have done more, and I apologize for that. I was focused so much on Virginia because... I was just, it was weighing on my heart heavily that if we take Virginia, it's a catalyst to take everything back. You know what I mean? Um, Nick, yeah, we were on Here We Go page, had 30,000 live viewers, but tons of trolls too. Well, and I wonder how many of those were actual people as well. Facebook makes uh, definitely wants to release that dopamine hit in everybody's brain, making them think that they're getting a large viewership and they're really not. So I'm wondering how that ever, um, if, if, you know, I'm wondering if it was ever even true. 
Um, senators are moving to formally strike down poopy Biden vaccine mandates on private businesses. We're going to be talking about that in length in this show, so make sure you don't go anywhere. Jeremy, New York City will start vaccinating children ages 5 to 11 at school starting tomorrow after CDC authorization. Well, then you should see about 40,000 or 50,000 kids taken out of school. You want to fight back? That's how you do it. I know a lot of people say, I can't homeschool. My job isn't going to allow it. I can't put my kids in charter or private school. I can't afford it. Find a way. There's Where there's a will, there's a way. And you'll find out what's more important to you when it comes down to your children being forced and pressured into taking something you do not want them to take. Okay? You'll find that you're capable of, of a lot of decisions that you never thought you were capable of. Uh, sounds like he won New Jersey. Are you talking about uh, Murphy? Well, again, ladies and gentlemen, what, what we have uh, there for, uh, for a, a court case is 100% of the uh, county was saying it was in all night and then it switched. There's something wrong there, and that's where, that's, where he, uh, that's where he has standing at. And he could take it right to court. I was one that reported numbers of largest viewers I ever recorded was 38,000. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Ocean City, Maryland is starting forced vaccinations tomorrow too. Again, folks, they cannot force vaccinate you unless they're doing it through a business or through a corporation or something like that. So again, you might be forced with an ultimatum, but you do ultimately have the choice. You do ultimately have the choice. They show doctors injecting kids. Let's get to the news, Jeremy. Well, we are. We're on a commercial break right now. Sorry about that. But let's get back to the news right now because we're time is up. So, <laughs> all right, welcome back to Live from America. Thanks for uh, for sticking around, folks. Um, speaking of illegitimate Biden and 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 his his illegitimate residency, um, I don't know if you guys caught Ron DeSantis this afternoon because Ron DeSantis has got a big surprise up his sleeve uh, when it comes to how you're going to vote moving forward in Florida. But he did, however, drop some bombshells on Biden and on Fauci causing the crowd to just erupt. So before we actually get to the substance of what he called the press conference for, let's uh, let's just, um, you know, watch a little bit of, of Ron DeSantis having a little bit of fun with <laughs> a little bit of fun with his crowd there in uh, in Florida, because I thought this was I thought this was pretty funny. This is Ron DeSantis uh, getting a laughter and getting his the entire crowd to uh, to chant something. Well, that we're all familiar with. Here we go. Check this out. So the, the, the final thing I'll just say is, if you look at all the things that are going on and you see, you see big tech, you see corporate media, although they weren't very happy with Virginia last night if you were watching some of that. Uh, that was some major coping going on. Uh, if you look at that, if you look at what's going on with, with some of the big corporations with their woke agenda, when you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration in terms of what they're doing. <laughs> You know, I don't even know, like, do you know how that started? Like, it was, and, and like, you know, you have the media, they're hand-wringing over this, um, but, you know, there was at a NASCAR race, and they're doing an interview with the driver, I guess his name was Brandon, and the crowd starts chanting very colorful language about Joe Biden. 
And it was obvious that, that they were doing. And, um, you know, it, it is what it is. First of all, they said way worse about Trump for four years. We know that. Um, but so they're chanting this. And so you have a reporter from NBC who knows that's what they're saying. And she's trying to cover for Biden. So she says, yeah, they're chanting, let's go, Brandon. And that was a lie. And it was a lie. And so the, this chant, I think, has taken on a life of its own because it exposes uh, the dishonesty of these corporate reporters and what they do every day to try to lie. And so now you see it. But bottom line is we've got a lot of things that, that, that we're facing. We've now seen after Virginia, people are willing to fight back. And uh, Amen. And you know I'm willing to fight back, and we are fighting. And you know what, Ron DeSantis is Ron DeSantis is making a big difference in this world, folks. Ron DeSantis is making a big difference in his state and in this country. Okay, and um, and yeah, they hate that "Let's Go Brandon" song. Matter of fact, I talked about it on last night's show. The reason why they hate the "Let's Go Brandon" song so bad is because they can't control it. They can't control it. They can't get anybody to say you can't use vulgarity because you're not using vulgarity. And they hate it so bad. And the left actually thinks, and I explained this last night on my show, uh, the left actually thinks that the reason why we say let's go Brandon is because we're afraid to say the other thing. And it's not that we're afraid to say it. A lot of us just don't want to act like that. But you know what? I thought it, when, when somebody made a joke of it like that and, and she tried to cover it like that, it was like, oh, okay, well, we'll just say that instead and everybody will know what we mean. And uh, it's funny. It's, 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 like he said, it's taken on a life of its own and it's actually funny. So he called it the Brandon administration. <laughs> he called it the Brandon administration. Let me get to the meat and potatoes, the actual news of why he called this press conference, okay? Because basically what it is, it's, it's, it's an election integrity bill. It's, a it's an election integrity bill that Ron DeSantis has pushed forward today. He's going to be calling a special session uh, of the legislature there in Florida, and they're going to push forward with this election integrity bill. Now, it's not just an election integrity bill, but that's, that's the gist of it. That's the meat and potatoes of it. But let me read a little bit of it, uh, uh, about it to you and then play you more of the pre press conference where this is actually, uh, where this is actually talked about. Um, Ron DeSantis had initially called for the special session of Florida, Florida legislature to strengthen the state's ability to block vaccine and school mask mandates. Speaking to an enthusiastic crowd in West Palm Beach, he asked legislators, legislature uh, to add four election integrity measures to the priorities for the special legislative session that's going to happen from November 15th through November 19th. Ron DeSantis wants to create an office of election um, crimes and security to investigate allegations of violations of Florida election laws. The proposal would make that the largest election security office in the nation with 20, 25 sworn law enforcement officers and additional investigators. The office would solely be dedicated to investigating and prosecuting election crimes. Ron DeSantis wants to elevate the crime of ballot harvesting from a misdemeanor to a third-degree felony. Ballot harvesting, which is illegal in some states, involves a coordinated effort to collect and drop off absentee ballots. The first person who gets caught, he says, 
uh, no one's going to want to do it again after that, especially after catching a felony. Another proposal would, re would require timelines for county supervisors of elections to clean up voter rolls, removing voters who have died, moved, or became ineligible for some other reason. The governor is also calling for a law to crack down on haphazard and unsecured drop box locations. The proposal asks for each drop box to have a person uh, supervising it and have a camera surveillance on it at all times. DeSantis wants drop boxes immediately removed after voting ends, so they may be taken care of directly, uh, taken directly to the supervised area for counting. "Quote: I don't even think there should be drop boxes," the governor said. Now, if if uh, people see an election-related problem, such as someone with a stack of 50 ballots, they will have an office to call, and that will be investigated right away. Okay. In the special legislative session, the governor also has called for an action to ban private employer vaccine mandates, strengthen the state's parents' bill of rights, disqualify employers mandating vaccinations from having liability protection, and allow those harmed by vaccinations to sue employers and opt out of the federal OSHA regulation, which we're going to talk about here tonight. Okay, so DeSantis is killing it right now, folks. DeSantis is actually absolutely killing it right now, and the state and the people of Florida—they're not going to want him. They're not going to want to let him go. The people of Florida aren't going to want to let Ron DeSantis go. He's—they're not going to want to let him be the vice president of the United States of America with Donald J. Trump. He is a star in Florida, and rightfully so. And I—and I wouldn't want to let him go either. But let me play you a little bit of this press conference just so you can get a feel for it, get it from Ron DeSantis's mouth directly. And uh, I tell you one thing. You're never the these leftists, these communists are never going to be able to steal Florida. They're never going to be able to steal Florida, and they want to very badly. To investigating and prosecuting election crimes in the state of Florida. We'll have sworn law enforcement officers as part of this. We'll have investigators. We'll have the statewide prosecutor that's able to bring the cases. And so there's a issue that what will happen is if someone's ballot harvesting, you report it to these people and this is their sole job. You know, some of these counties, it's not even some of them will do the cases, but that's not their expertise. They got all these other crimes that they have to deal with. So by the time it happens, the election's already over. So it's not to deal with it at all. So now we have these going to be they'll be specialists. They're going to understand what's legal, what's not legal. They're going to have the ability uh, to investigate any crimes involving the election. And I think that's going to be something that's very, very important. We're also going to because we've seen how they abuse ballot harvesting. Yeah, we ban ballot harvesting, but they only counted it as a misdemeanor. We're going to make sure ballot harvesting is a third degree felony in the state of Florida. So as you can see, Ron DeSantis in the sunshine state of Florida, they're not messing around, folks. And it's going to happen state by state as we take over in this red tsunami. This red tsunami just started. It's going to go on for the next, all through 2022, all through 2024. And when President Donald J. Trump said the best is yet to come, he truly meant the best is yet to come. And when this is all said and done and we look back on this, ladies and gentlemen, I can promise you, you'll say, you know what? Whatever happened that was bad had to happen in order to get us here. There's no greatness that ever comes without sacrifice. I can promise you that. No greatness will ever come to anybody 
without a little bit of sacrifice. Now, let's move to Virginia real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, the good news is Terry McAuliffe has conceded. He, is, he has conceded the election. That It is over. Virginia is officially red. And I mean red up and down the board, ladies and gentlemen. The numbers, um, uh, the, including the House of Delegates. Okay, And we picked up two seats. Now, this is the first time in, 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 in decades that Virginia has had a red Republican governor, a red House of Delegates, a red Attorney General, and a red Lieutenant Governor. Okay? This is the first time this has happened in decades where all of them have been red. And I'll tell you what, you're going to see Virginia take the lead into this country. Uh, just like Florida, just like Texas, you're going to see them fighting right alongside of it. So, considering the fact that we have red everything in Virginia, I want to see a forensic audit of the 2020 election. How about you? I want to see Glenn Youngkin actually take the reins here and say, now... We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're not only going to uh, we're not only going to make sure that this stuff never happens again, but we're going to do a forensic audit of the 2020 election, and that this should definitely be able to happen now in the state of Virginia. And that is what Virginians really wanted. Don't don't get it twisted. Yes, they wanted to to move forward with somebody who wasn't going to take away their freedoms and make it hard for them in their lives. However, what they really wanted was a forensic audit of 2020 because we know dang well that Donald Trump won Virginia as well. Biden didn't waltz in there and win by 10 points. Did not happen, folks. Did not happen. So because of the fact that we have read everything in Virginia, I want to see a complete forensic audit. And if you got Amanda Chase working right there alongside with, with Glenn Youngkin, because let's not get it twisted again, if it wasn't for Amanda Chase, if it wasn't for Donald Trump, if it wasn't for the MAGA movement, the, 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 the America first people out there, the people who support President Trump, there would be no Glenn Youngkin. So I want to see, and I'm sure the, a lot of you want to see it as well, let's see a full forensic audit of the 2020 election in Virginia. And let's keep that ball rolling. Let's keep the ball rolling. We're going to take another quick commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. We're going to come back and I'm going to break down for you exactly what is going on in OSHA, where we stand, where it's going, and what you can expect this week in your workplace. We'll be right back with more Live from America right after this. Don't go anywhere. Yes, go forensic audit in Virginia. Yes, we still need the forensic audit done, Jeremy. I agree. I'm all about it, and I'm going to continue to fight for that. There's, there's not many of us on TV that are fighting for it, but you can, you can, uh, you can be sure that I will. Jeremy, uh, you signed my Jesus calling book. Do you remember in Tennessee? Yes, I do. I do remember that. Thank you, JP Mom, my neighbor from New Hampshire, uh, from Newport, New Hampshire. God bless you guys, and thank you all. I know I can't catch in the evening when the donations come through because we're either, you know, talking about something or whatever, but I want to just say thank you so very much, you guys. I don't overlook any of your donations. I, I know exactly what they're coming in for. They go where they're supposed to go, and I just want to say thank you very, very much. Youngkin did not even thank Trump last night. Well, I, th I saw that too, but I think... Um, I think he did behind closed doors. I think those two had quite a lot of conversations, and um, it was a very, it was a very um, smart strategy that Youngkin and Trump had together in order to get him to get him over the top. And uh, what it shows is that Youngkin can can um, can stand on his own. He doesn't need to stand and 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 have Donald. Trump as a crutch, even though we know that if it wasn't for Donald Trump, he wouldn't have won. Optics are everything, and um, perception is reality. So I think what you saw there was uh, 
Donald Trump not going there for a strategic reason. Now, the Biden administration was going, oh, he won't even come here. He won't even come here because they're not that good of friends, and he's, he's ashamed of him. It wasn't like that at all. It was a strategy. You were right about GOP taking credit. Lindsey Graham already taking credit for Virginia GOC. Lindsey Graham has no, Lindsey Graham shouldn't be talking at all when it comes to Virginia. I can tell you that. He did nothing. He did nothing. Um, repeat something over and over. It's getting boring, Jeremy. Sorry, Teresa. I apologize. Apologize. Biden blames Trump voters for Virginia loss. Stocks are up because the Fed has been propping them up. Um, I'm just going through some of your guys' uh, comments because sometimes there's some really good questions in here relating to what we're talking about. Um, I sent my mom t-shirt, but haven't heard back from you. Left you two emails, Jatfish51. Okay, Jetfish, let me know what your email is in here so I can go in and actually search for it. Not sure what you meant. You sent your shirt back. Maybe it wasn't the right size. Um, but just let me know what your email is in here, and, uh, and I'll actually search for your specific email. Apologize for not getting back to you. I didn't actually see it. Um, okay, let's get back to it. Welcome back to Live from America here in the Live Free or Die State of New Hampshire. Look, I'm going to break down the entire update with OSHA and what's going on so that you guys know what you can be prepared for this week, okay? So here's where the OSHA discussions are right now with the White House and what they've directed them to do. At some point this week, we're expecting OSHA and the Labor Department to issue new COVID guidelines for companies who employ 100 people or more, both in the, pri in the private sector and uh, with federal government contracts and federal employees. The difference is, ladies and gentlemen, with the private sector, Biden's rule or mandate is uh, anybody with 100 employers or more have to be vaccinated or go through rigorous COVID testing weekly and sometimes daily. Okay. The difference is, is that the people that have federal contracts and the federal government employees, they don't get the option to go rigorous testing. You have to get the va vaccine mandate regardless, but the private sector will have the option, according to what OSHA is going to say this week, we'll have the option to, uh, to be tested, whether it's weekly or daily, depending on what your employer wants you to do. All right. There's, there's bad and good news into this. So I want to, I just want to break it down for you guys. So you understand it. Um, now, resident Poopy Pants ordered this back in September. The same day that he ordered this, he issued an emergency order, or executive order, excuse me, requiring all federal employees or federal contractors to take the job with no testing option, which I just talked about. So in order to use, um, in order to use OSHA and the Labor Department to do this, Biden had to go through something, and it's, and it's within OSHA's rules, the OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard Rule. That, that was how he, that's what he had to use in order to get this done so quickly. Skipping steps, much like they did with the vaccine as well, with the FDA. So he has to go through what's called OSHA's emergency temporary standard rule to get it implemented. Once OSHA publishes this in the federal registrar, it could be this week, could be tomorrow, could be Friday, I don't know. Uh, it'll take effect immediately. And once it takes effect immediately, ladies and gentlemen, it is in effect. It also serves as a proposed permanent standard as well. Just because it went through the emergency temporary standard doesn't mean that it's, uh, that it's not going to stay forever. Because once it goes through and once it's on the federal registrar, it's automatically proposed to be permanent. Okay? Um, the reason that they did it this way was to bypass steps. 
The reason why they went through the emergency standard was to bypass steps, again, much like they did with the fake uh, vaccine that doesn't work, clearly, because people who are double vaccinated are getting COVID left and right, okay? But they did the same thing here as they did with the FDA. Um, and they're claiming uh, the reason why they were able to get it through with this emergency uh, standard was because they're claiming that it uh, causes hazardous conditions and unsafe work environments. So they're trying to say we're protecting workers from a possible hazardous condition. And because they, the, the, the rhetoric and the way they used wording to, to, uh, to, uh, to implement this rule, they had to bring it through this emergency temporary standard. However, ladies and gentlemen... However, once you go through this emergency temporary standard um, to implement a rule, it is automatically subject to lawsuits and legal challenges to the legitimacy of the order and the rule in the first place. And they must be made in the appropriate U.S. courts of appeals. And of course, there are already many states that prohibit any kind of vaccine mandate by government or businesses. So no doubt there will be massive pushback. We already know that there's lawsuits um, ready to be filed by like 28 state attorneys general. And there's going to be massive pushback to this rule and we're not going to let it happen. Okay, and it's going to come down to certain states saying we're not going to let it happen. It'll probably go all the way to the Supreme Court, and who knows what the Supreme Court's going to do. But there's plenty of states already who have rules in place to say this isn't going to happen. And because it is being implemented through their emergency uh, uh, emergency standard uh, rule protocol, then it's going to be automatically subject to lawsuits and legal challenges. So I expect this to go on for quite a while. Long story short, that's what you can expect to see this week from OSHA and from the Labor Department. So I don't know if, again, I don't know if it's going to be today. I don't know if it's going to be tomorrow. It could be Friday. I don't know. I'm not sure. But that's what they're, that's what they're saying. Now, I want to reiterate what I told you earlier about the trucking companies. For those who did not watch this morning's show, let me uh, reiterate to you what's happening with the, with the, uh, the trucking companies. So uh, these, these unions have gotten together. These large trucking companies that have over 100 drivers have gotten together over the last few days expecting this to come out, and they're actually weighing options right now and they're deciding whether they want to follow this or not, meaning that they will cancel all federal government contracts in order to stay away from this. They will, they will cancel all federal contracts. They will, uh, they'll do anything they can to protect their drivers. That's what I think you're gonna see here. So you're gonna see the, the, the gears of this country, the blood, sweat, and gears of this country come to a quick halt and say, we're not doing anything for you. We're gonna cancel all our federal government contracts because we're not gonna bow down and cow down to you in the private sector. So be ready for this to be a major fight. States fighting the federal government. It's gonna take forever. Uh, long story short, I don't think uh, any red state is going to let this happen. Blue states, yes. Red states, no. So depending on where you live is where who depends on how much you'll be affected. But that is what's going on with OSHA. Wanted to give you an update. We're going to take one more quick commercial break. We're going to come back. i got a couple funny things to show you, and then we'll call it a night here on Live from America. We'll be right back after these messages. Uh, plus, if you have a problem after the shot, those companies should be held accountable. Well, that's what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida, and that's what many other states are doing as well. You're going to be able to f sue these people if you live in these states. Will exemptions still be available and approved? It depends on your company, and it depends on what state you live in. Really what it comes down to. Um, sever contracts with the feds. Companies will lose money, but the feds will lose too. That's, I agree. Now I don't have I don't have any federal contracts, so I don't know how much that would hurt or help. But I that's that's what I would want to see happen as well. <clears throat> um, I don't care about this. The mandates are still against our constitution. Yes, they are. 
Yes, they are, 100%. Um, no jab, no how, no way. Some business owners will just get over uh, 100, will just over 100 employees. I can't read it, sorry. Sorry, sometimes when you guys post a whole bunch, I don't have time to read it because of how fast the... Uh, how fast it all goes my husband is a truck driver for ups this is true so you are validating the fact that people are talking about uh severing federal contracts thank you very much truck drivers unite the truckers run this economy yes they do and i'll tell you what you start you start um getting on the wrong side of the truckers it's not a good place to be it's definitely not a good place to be I am in healthcare in Illinois. No health insurance through work. No benefits. I will not comply with third shot. <clears throat> the bottom line is the fact that the jab is not FDA approved. <laughs> hey, going back to basics here on Life from America, that's for sure. Jeremy, you are my connection to the news, says Sharon Roth. Well, thank you. Thank you. How does OSHA have any standing? I guess that's what states are fighting. That's what states are arguing. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Uh, getting into this last segment, I wanted, to sh- I wanted to read something to you and I wanted to show you something. The first thing I wanted to show you, <laughs> I think you'll like this. This is the first thing I wanted to show you, folks. This is posted on my, uh, on my Getter page. So if you have Getter, you might want to check this out. If you don't have Getter, you should get Getter so you're not censored very much. But uh, this is a pretty cool po- uh, a pretty cool picture that I saw and uh, it'll make you laugh. And of course, we always need to smile. So check this out. You win some, you lose some. Big congratulations to Winsome Sears. Not only a fire brand and a fire breather for the Republican Party, but first uh, black woman ever elected to lieutenant governor position in the state of Virginia. You would think that the left would be giving her all the props in the world, but they are not because she's a Republican. So I guess you win some and you lose some. <laughs> Ah, you win some and you lose some. Now there's something else I wanted to read you. Um, and I saved the Smarty Award for this. Look, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cue the Smarty Award music here real quick. Smarty Award of the day here on Live from America is going to go to the Glenn Youngkin campaign. Not for winning. Not for having a winning campaign because they did. But that's not why I'm giving them the Smarty Award of the day. The reason I'm giving them the Smarty Award of the day is for this. Ready? Virginia Governor-elect Glenn Youngkin sends a fruit basket with a thank you card to the Lincoln Project, anti-Trump group, with the following um, statement written in the card. Quote, it's the least we can do. After all, you were instrumental in helping us defeat Terry McAuliffe, said Youngkin. That's good. That's good. Sending a fruit basket to the Lincoln Project. Those anti-Trump, those Trump-hating perverts in the Lincoln Project. You get a fruit basket. You are perverts. Maybe you're a little fruity. I don't know. Either way, folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. Look, we had a great day. We got a lot more to do. Let's keep our, uh, let's keep our, our, our head on straight. Let's keep our nose to the grind. Let's keep our foot on that pedal because we're just getting started. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways. There's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high.
because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. for more Live from America. You don't want to miss it. Same time, same channel. Have a great night, everybody.